listening to this episode of Changes Big and Small. This is your host, Damian. Changes Big and Small will help you take action in your life with intention and purpose. In each episode, I invite you to accept unexpected challenges that will help you take action to build the life that you want. I conducted 19 interviews for season three of Changes Big and Small. Over the next few weeks, I will be reading Radical Self-Acceptance by Tara Brack and discussing it on the podcast. Feel free to read along and join the conversation. Or if you've read the book, let me know your thoughts and questions. You can send them to me at contact at changesbigandsmall.com or you can leave a voice recording by clicking on the audio link at changesbigandsmall.com. From the exploration this season, We know that there are many things that affect our self-acceptance. These include our relationship with ourselves and with others, the stories we tell about the various facets of our lives, and our self-image. The season started off with how to find belonging and practice self-acceptance with Claudia Ira Gunn. Claudia and I explored how self-acceptance is related to our sense of belonging and identity. The main habit that she mentioned is journaling. For her, journaling is a state of flow that is very similar to meditation. Here's what Claudia had to say about self-acceptance. We are all human beings. And self-acceptance, I think, is one of the hardest things to learn or one of the hardest practices because that means that sometimes you can't meet expectations from your parents or your friends. It also asks from yourself to stand up for your own uh, values, which can be very different from the environment or your peer groups. When it comes to self-acceptance, many people struggle with this part, I think. More people than we think. So I think that for me, it has always been a thing like belonging because I always felt a kind of outsider or outlier because I always had different opinions or visions about things and I didn't feel accepted. I didn't feel seen at that time, but the more you can accept yourself and see what you really need and what your core values are, actually it doesn't matter if people accept you or not. Somehow there is this inner strength that it's stronger than other opinions. Kim Addis also shared the benefits of journaling in my interview with her. She uses it in her work with clients to get a glimpse into their usual thoughts, actions, and beliefs. This type of journaling helps reveal who a person is. We start to see very clearly how you think, what the patterns are, where you keep getting stuck over and over again, how you're driven, how you're wired. When you are pressed to the wall, how you respond, and on and on and on. So what I'm doing is I am collecting a great deal of data first from the calls and then through the daily journaling so I'm able to piece together who you are what matters to you what your values are how you react and behave when you're stressed 
all of it. I can see how you think. And I can show you how you think in ways that you've never seen before. Revealing yourself in this way with journaling provides the opportunity to see the facts as they are. The goal is to see what's true and accept it without self-hatred or other such negative emotions. Well, I think that it's okay to accept ourselves for where we are right now. We have to totally accept we're here. This is the situation. These are the facts. No denial. Let's accept ourselves for who we are and let's embrace ourselves for who we are. And it's okay to want something new, something different, something more. It's okay. Because the minute we stop wanting something more is the minute we stop living, we stop growing, we stop being, we stop breathing and existing. Wanting something more, something better, something different is inherent in being alive and being vibrant in any shape or form. So there's no inconsistency here. There is consistency. The problem is when we look at our current state and we hate ourselves for it, whether it's looking in the mirror and detesting our weight or our size or looking in the mirror and saying, my business should be bigger by now, or no one's going to love me. I just got divorced and I'm doomed to be alone forever. That's where the problem starts right there. Because that thinking, that perspective is not aligned with the goal you're after. It clashes. And as long as you're hating yourself, it's really hard to reach your goals. Hating ourselves sets us back even further. When we hate something about ourselves, we do our best to hide it. We are then unable to live fully, openly. This was the experience of Beverly Mapagani. She was born with two fingers on one hand and she had to go on a journey with herself to accept her body's imperfections. I knew that I was hiding my hand, but I didn't know the negative impact that it was making. The minute I discovered that this thing held me back from a lot of things, like reflecting back to the opportunities that I've lost from having social anxieties, from shying to meet people, I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to be free. Beverly journaled about the parts of herself she wanted to hide, and she also spent time speaking to herself in the mirror. That's how I started regular visits to the mirror. Then uh, as time went by, I started to see um, a very beautiful hand that's uniquely um, created. I started telling myself that you were created to stand out. You were not created uh, to be like anyone else. You are you. You are not anyone else. I started also with affirmations, say, I told myself that you are strong, you are beautiful, you are amazing, you are confident, you are bold. It was a very uh, emotional journey. It was uh, uneasy at times. I had lots of doubts. I, uh, I had a lot of uh, tears to cry. Mm-hmm. And then I had a lot of forgiveness to myself to give. Beverly found these mirror visits to be very helpful. She credits affirmations and mantras to helping her build self-acceptance so that she could take her hand out of her pocket and start to show it to the world. Beverly's mantra is very similar to the mantra that Monica Cherise shared with us. Monica's focus is on helping people build their self-image by aligning their inner and outer expression and helping them develop self-love. And so that's where the work is, 
it's not on fixing the body or changing the body. And not to say that we can't have goals as far as, you know, for health, fitness, or just because I want to lose weight. I think it's loving ourselves fully and completely all the way through the journey from beginning to end and loving that body now for what it does for us, for our heart beating, for our legs carrying us, for our eyes to see, for our hands to do work. Regardless of whatever state the body is in, it shows up for us every day and does its very best. They're an invitation to self-love and developing in community. So what does it look like to accept all of yourself? Meditate on the following words and use them as a path to self-acceptance. They're an invitation to self-love. The brain will seek out what you tell it to. So I always advocate questions like, look at the, you know, where did that come from? And answer yourself, oh, like, look at that hand there. That is just, you know, such a wonderful hand. Like, have conversations with yourself and find the evidence of your beauty. Find the evidence of your beauty. Find the evidence of your personal miracle. Find the evidence of every wonderful thing that you can say about yourself. And acceptance as you mentioned earlier, Demian, is about accepting all of it. We don't have to just accept the positive characteristics and the positive traits about ourselves. There are times that I know myself to be a little moody and I don't have to hate that. I don't have to dislike that. I can continually be seeking to always be a better person and still accept that sometimes I'm a little moody. And that's okay. You know, sometimes I might get a little attitude about some things, but that's okay. It's all of like tapestry of who I am. It's all woven together to, again, it's not a good or bad thing. It's just, we are. I am me. I am uniquely who I am. The full spectrum of everything is who I am. And it's wonderful. Monica also has an emphasis on community, how we can provide peer coaching for each other and hold up mirrors so that we can build self-acceptance as an individual process while being held in community. Sometimes it's not about coaching. Sometimes it's just about listening. So I just want to be able to create those kinds of experiences for women where when you come in, you know that it's different. You know that there is sisterhood here. There are opportunities to truly connect with one another. There are opportunities to have wisdom circles, which is one thing I wanna create as well, where I teach women what are the basics of peer coaching and provide environments where we're able to do that for one another. And I would facilitate it, but so many times the answers are within the community. I'm just the guide on the side. I'm not the expert. I am there to help you, help guide you toward the right questions, not necessarily the right answers, because we all have the answers that we need within us. Sometimes we just need a guide or a coach 
to help prod us in the direction of our own knowing. And so that's what I want community to be about. And that's what I believe real community is an authentic community is with women and the power that can come of that. If you want to know more about the individual episodes, visit the links in the show notes. You can also find videos of my conversations with Monica on YouTube and also embedded on the website at changesbigandsmall.com. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review wherever you're listening or by clicking on the link in the show notes. If you know of someone who would enjoy listening to this episode or who could benefit from it, please share it with them. You can find more episodes like this one and have them automatically download to your device by subscribing or following the Changes Big and Small podcast for free. You can do that wherever you listen to podcasts or you can go to changesbigandsmall.com and click on start here for more information. There are lots of previous episodes that you can find on the website. I encourage you and invite you to go back and listen if you're new to the podcast. I hope that you will follow Changes Big and Small on Instagram. Come and join the conversation. Tag us, hashtag Changes Big and Small. Send us a message and share your suggestions. You can also join the Facebook group where we have additional conversations. And that link will be in the show notes. Remember, change begins with one small step. Have a great week.